So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Tom from Swim Camp. And we're gonna ask him some questions. Say, I'm gonna start. Uh, so, what inspired you to start the project, and what does the project name mean? Uh, yeah, the the inspiration behind the project, I guess, was just um, that I'll, I've always really made music. I I grew up playing music, um, but I was always kind of in other people's bands and stuff like that. Um, I played drums a lot when I was growing up and then I sort of switched to, to guitar, um, like maybe five or six years ago, I really started taking it more seriously. And then, so like the project came up as really like a songwriting sort of like practice for me. Like I just wanted to get better at playing guitar, um, and, and writing songs on guitar. Um, and the name doesn't have any like real significance. Um, I was watching a TV show and someone said, uh, one of the one of the characters was like, I got to pick my kids up from swim camp. And I just like the way that it sounded. It was kind of like it is the combination. I like stuff with the water. I think water is nice. But then it also sounds kind of childish as well, which I think is is like a nice kind of mixture there. So that's literally it. <laughs> All right. Can I ask what TV show it was, if you can remember? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I actually like saw this episode recently. So it's not like I have perfect recall. I literally saw it recently, but oh, yeah. it was an episode of, of the show New Girl. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's um, Rob Riggle's character um, when they're on like the, a bachelor party or something. And he goes, I got to go pick my kids up from swim camp. And it was just really funny. So it stuck with me, I guess. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, so congratulations on your two newest releases, Stupid Thing and First Day Back. Thank How you. How do you felt the response to those two so far? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's been really cool. Um, I mean, it's it's a weird time, I think, overall to be releasing music right now. Um, but the because it's like you, you, I don't know, with an ordinary release cycle, you get to tour it and kind of have that sort of uh, physical like validation happen. Um, and this it's it's like the, the news cycle is a little bit faster. But I mean, the people that I care about and, and that are you know, I think that that I would be interested in what they think have all been really positive about it. And That's good. like, you know, people online seem to like it and stuff, too, which is, is I mean, it, you know, it's exactly what I would have hoped for, I think, with, with it. So, yeah, I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the single names or the cover art? Oh, um, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> You're saying well, that you like you them. don't know, but there should be. <laughs> yeah, I. uh I mean, the, the names, I think, are just, uh, well, at least with Stupid Thing, it's a it's a, a line from, I think it's a line from the the text of the song. Um, and it's it was something, too. I, I was, like, in a place where I was writing a lot of songs that had, like, something with, like, the word Stupid Thing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, none of the other ones made the cut, but, like, I, I kind of just, like, liked that as an idea. It's also like as a sort of like lead single on like an like a signing announcement. I feel like it was kind of like a um, misdirect to a certain extent. Like it's like not as serious as maybe it should sound, um, which I kind of liked. Um, and first day back, I think the the name for that was that song is sort of like a more like narrative driven. Um, and so I, I saw the song really like starting on someone's first day back into like someone you know into life or something like that. Mm-hmm. um so that's where that comes from and the art i mean i'm sure there's you know it's it's not my art um i certainly get stuff out of the the um album art personally but i don't know if there's sort of like necessary uh like that there's external 
um, truths to it or whatever, but it's, it's an artist named Biff Vigil who's like just really awesome. And um, I've really loved working together. They did a t-shirt design for me as well, which is super cool. So um, you would have to ask Biff, I guess, if there's like explicit meaning there. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fair. So you just hand them like your talent. You tell them you need a cover art, and then they just go wild. Yeah, uh, with with Biff, um, we've worked together a few times, and it's basically like I'll send the 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 songs or whatever it is, and then she'll kind of like sit with it and kind of figure out what works. And like with this one, this was a really good like she she has like kind of a backlog of stuff that she just like hasn't you know done like exhibited or anything like that. Um, she's like, a, you know, a, an artist out in, in, um, Indiana, um, and like does exhibits and all this kind of stuff. But then for the stuff that she hasn't sold or hasn't exhibited, then she'll be like, does any of this sort of make sense for the songs? And in this case, that was, it was one of her sort of like pieces that was in her backlog. And I was like, what about that one? And she was like, yeah, I think that's perfect. And it kind of just, you know, worked, worked out like that, which was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for these two songs? Yeah, um, I uh, I write, um, I kind of like write and record at the same time. Um, and I do it like compulsively. Like I, I just like, and it's like, my thing is like when the, when it rains, it pours kind of, I'll go, I, I you know, I'll go through a phase of probably six or seven months where like nothing's happening and I just like don't have it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go through a pay, phase like where I, it, it's really fertile. And, and I think I'm in the middle of that right now. Um, and so this started, you know, I've, wrote the songs probably in like early December or something like that. Um, and I track them at, or I, I, I do like a demo track at home and that's how I kind of um, flesh them out and figure out lyrics and, and parts and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I took those demos and, and went to a studio in, in, I'm from Philadelphia, so a studio in Philly called The Headroom. And then that's where we kind of do like the more fleshed out, like real recording stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it, they both started on guitar. Most stuff that I write starts on guitar. Mm-hmm. And then typically I'll kind of have like a, like a chord, like a overall structure and some chords and changes and stuff that I like in the songs. And then I'll sit down to demo it. And it usually winds up just turning into something totally different. I kind of build it as I go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Solid. Uh, so I want you to pick your favorite lyric from this uh, pair of singles and tell us the meaning behind it. Oh man. That's a toughie. Not, it is, yeah. I'm so bad with lyrics. Um, <laughs> I forget my own lyrics constantly. I don't listen That's to fair. lyrics when I listen to music. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. There, there's one from um, from first day back. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember exactly how the line goes. Uh, uh, oh yeah. yeah okay. So, so the line is forgot what it meant, and it doesn't it's it's almost one forgot what it meant it's it's at the end of the song um and it doesn't sound like an important line or anything but it's like a i don't i like when bands do this but i've never done it myself where some of your like some of the lyrics that you write are sort of uh internally referential where it goes back to another song that you've written or something like that um and that line is a callback to the first song on my last record um barlow hill and the song is called flood and, and at one point in that song, I don't remember again exactly what the lyric is, but it's something like, um, it's like, don't forget what it meant. And then the the like callback to that is I forgot what it meant, basically. So it's kind of like oh. a, a circle. Yeah. And I and I liked that. And again, that it wasn't something that I had intended, 
but then like kind of as I was sitting with it, I was like, oh yeah, that does sort of answer that. And it, and it made it feel sort of substantial or something. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. Do you usually try and make it like connect in some songs or was, as you said, like that was just kind of an accident? Yeah, it was definitely like, I'm, I'm very uh, like overall, I'd say my process is really haphazard. I have a, like a background in, in like avant-garde music where nothing is written and you kind of just like do it. And that's yeah. how I try to, I try to do that in my own sort of writing and stuff. And, and oftentimes it'll happen too, where I'll write a song and then it, it doesn't necessarily have a relevance when I'm writing it, but then it like becomes relevant later on and you're like, mm -hmm. Oh shit. Like that's how that makes sense. Um, so no, I, 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 I haven't done that before. Not that I'm aware of, maybe I have, <laughs> I just forgot yeah, about you never know. Um, but yeah, but it was, it was definitely like, it was a happy accident for sure. And it, and it's, it's one that like, when I've heard the song, as I've heard it 500,000 times, you know, as it was getting mixed and everything, every time that that line came up, it kind of like, it made me, you know, my brain did a thing and I was like, oh, that was nice. You know, like it felt good. So, yeah. Yeah. Pat yourself on the back for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. A little bit. Yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> uh, so can you tell me your headspace was while creating those two songs? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, uh, I think, uh, I shouldn't speak for for everyone in the world, but I think it's it's understandable that I think probably a lot of people's headspace is pretty negative right now, just mm -hmm. with how how the world is happening. And that was definitely true for me as well. Um, but it's the sort of um, I had been in in a, a sort of like relationship that that had ended, and the ending of the relationship was actually it felt really good for me. And so I think it was this kind of like combination of like you know, this sort of like depressing reality of living in December 2020 in Philadelphia where you can't do anything, it's cold, you can't see anyone, whatever. Plus this sort of like weird, uh, like freedom, but also not freedom kind of thing. Um, and I think that was really kind of like the, the heartbeat of, of the, the whole project um, was this sort of, it's like hopeful, but kind of also not hopeful at all and kind of sad, but also kind of like, okay with it being sad and um yeah so that, that to answer your question succinctly that's what i had to say yeah. okay okay that makes sense uh yeah. so what band or artist influence you think you can hear the most on these couple of singles yeah um i mean i think the song's really different um i think um stupid thing was definitely like a uh a, a like the the vocal line and and the way that that the the song is structured I had Trace Mountains in my head or like Level Up, like one of Dave's songs from Level Up maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so, so they were definitely like, like really big. And that's, that's a band that I love and that I, I listen to all the time. So Trace Mountains for that. And then First Day Back, I don't think it comes off, but it was a band that I was listening to a lot at that point. Um, and it's waveform um, and just kind of like, like, I think it's, I think it's maybe more apparent in the, in the demo that I did that they were sort of the, the, what I was aiming for just energy wise. Um, and I think once we took it to the studio, it kind of went to a different place. It's a little bit like cleaner sounding and a little bit mm -hmm. less lo-fi. Mm -hmm. Um, but when it was in that sort of lo-fi world, it definitely, I think was, was referential to just like overall the vibe of like a waveform song. Okay. All right. Uh, so this one should be super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe these two songs for new listeners in three words. In three words. Three um, words. Um, soft. Uh, mm, 
em- emotional mm-hmm. rock and roll. <laughs> That's rock and roll. We'll, we'll make that one. We'll yeah, we'll that hyphenate that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the uh, these couple of singles? God damn. <laughs> um, I would say like. I think there, it's like a tension release thing. So I think like feeling like a tension in the song is, is good, but then also kind of feeling like a, 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 a relaxation or a, yeah, that sort of like ebb and flow of things. I think that's what I'm going for. Um, some people think it's really like that, it, that it's sad music. Some people don't think that it's sad music. I don't know about like mood or anything like that, but I just like that sort of like pull and release kind of thing. Okay. I definitely get that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I got when I listened to your music because oh. I didn't expect it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, yo, wait, this is actually, this is really good. So mm-hmm. good job Tell on it. that. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, for real. Uh, so where do you see the project in the next five years? You know, that's a great question. Um, yes. <laughs> right. That's the age old question. I think like as long as I can kind of keep making music and, and whatever, I think that's kind of it for me to a certain extent. I'm I'm happy doing that. Um you know, as touring becomes a thing again, that's, that's, um, you know, I think that's going to become, excuse me, a, a bigger part of my life, um, which is exciting and cool. I've like, you know, signed with a, a booking agency and all this kind of stuff, which is, is exciting. But I think at the root of it, I kind of want to just keep doing the same thing. And like, it's, it's what makes me happy. just kind of like being in my basement, making music. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I'm happy to hear about the signing. Yeah. It's huge. Congrats. I hope you get yeah. to tour everywhere now well yeah it's yeah we'll see, see what happens <laughs> um if you yeah if, if anyone listening wants a an opening with someone to open their tour that'd be great um but no yeah it's cool it's 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 and like the other thing too i've i think setting out making music initially it was like some people look at it sort of career-wise and i think that that's cool um if it works for you i have friends who do that and it does seem like it's a grind but it's also like you're doing what you love so that's mm-hmm. kind of cool um i have a good job i don't need to like make money at music necessarily but um what i set out initially it was like i want to not lose money making music and like i think for a lot of people that's that's not a reality because you know studio time and equipment and all this kind of stuff is really expensive um but now that i'm like i do have like i've signed with a label and 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 so i have a lot of that sort of like provided for me like, I feel like very content with, with that sort of situation. So if like, if that just stays the same, then I'm like totally fine for the next five years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift, o- shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? My brain's freezing tonight. <laughs> sure. Um, I guess I'd want something that would take a long time to eat <laughs> um, yeah like uh, i don't know no i wouldn't i would want something i think at that point i would want it, i would want something like healthy feeling okay. which is kind of maybe counterintuitive like a nice salad i think a I would salad go, yeah like a good like hearty salad some beets in it maybe some chicken um mm-hmm. like a nice balsamic vinaigrette dressing mm-hmm I would want to feel healthy on my way out, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and for a drink, I don't know, like kombucha. I've been in a real kombucha thing recently. Um, I've been drinking a lot. My, th- I go to this grocery store near my house and they have these huge things of kombucha now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been getting those. Um, 
so yeah i would i would say that um which is it's really not that's misleading because i'm not like a healthy person <laughs> ordinarily but i would want to feel good on my way out you yeah know? you don't want to yeah. feel like you just ate 10 pounds of grease yeah right yeah. it's not a good feeling you no, know i want my not. last ex- my last moments to be yeah yeah healthy <laughs> okay and like that's you can fair. get a gigantic salad and mm-hmm. take forever yeah. to eat it and you leaf still won't leaf. be full yeah yep. exactly exactly mm-hmm. yeah wow again that's probably the healthiest death row meal we've gotten so far <laughs> usually we get like taco bell for some reason yeah. like yeah i've never that's thought it. about that like i mean it's like a, it's been a passing thought i think but i've never actually had to answer it um well now you have an I, answer that feels like tr- my truth though I, I don't know you know We'll see. Hopefully not, but you know. (laughs) All right. Uh, So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Uh, That's a perfect question. I've been watching uh, Lord of the Rings recently. It would be, um, I would live in Middle Earth, specifically the Shire, specifically Hobbiton. I would want to live as a Hobbit. Um, Also, well, I guess I should, I should ask because like the Shire and Hobbiton, they're built for little people, right? Mm-hmm. So would I also then be like a Hobbit in terms of my stature? Yeah, if you, okay. you want to be, yeah. 100%, yeah, for sure. Lock that in. All okay, right. Solid. Good choice. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. All right. What's your favorite color? Red. Specific yep. shade of red. Um... Like I like a not like a too bright red, but like a like a solid, you know, nice red brick red. Yeah, right. um, it's my yeah. I think that's it is an important question. I think you learn a lot about someone by what their favorite color is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mine is red. Yeah. And we have a bonus question for you tonight because Gloria and I were having a massive disagreement before this call started. Mm-hmm. Okay. Garlic in your guacamole? Yes or no? Oh man, I've never made guac. I would say probably no. Okay, uh, thank you. Oh man, <laughs> it's it seems like that would be sort of like a flavor, like it would be it would pull focus away from everything else that's in the guac. Exactly. Whereas yeah. like a a nice, I mean, well, I should say if it's a nice like roasted garlic, I could see that being because it's a little bit mellower in terms yeah. of the flavor. But if okay. it's like a raw garlic, that's going to be a no for me. All is right. there a right answer to that? Are you supposed yes, to? Yes, there's a right answer. You're not uh, supposed to. I mean, recipes on Google have a conflicting answer. I was looking yeah, before this. You don't listen to those. You I'm you have to listen to, to your parents. Who, <laughs> <laughs> dude, anyways. This is going to end the podcast right here. This one. No, dude. Wow, I didn't mean to. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Yeah, no, no, it's Pandora's okay. Box. It's okay. Um, we both know we're right, so... <laughs> Okay. Uh, so as I said that's all the questions you have today is there anything that you would like to plug no not really just like you know my, um, listen to your friends music buy your friends music go on your Spotify and all the top stuff that you listen to go on Bandcamp and buy all that um, if it's swim camp that rules if it's not that's also totally fine um, I'll have more music coming up later in the year at some point there's no there's a there will be an announcement at some point in the in the future so stay tuned for that and then have yourselves a wonderful summer summer's not a real thing anymore uh once you're out of school but still enjoy it be safe uh wear your masks get your vaccines all that kind of stuff yeah oh yeah uh well thank you for sitting out with us this has been tom from swim camp and we're the good noise podcast